Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey, I can promote. You got all these podcast promoters. I'll promote your podcast. I'll get you thousands of downloads. And as soon as you know, you pay it, and then you, as soon as the bill's sent, uh, the podcast downloads go right to zero because they were just using bots. So. This is the Ruben J Show, and I'm super excited uh, to be chatting with you, to be here with you, to be presenting you with another great episode of this podcast. And yes, I'm being I'm being a little uh, a little bit of a narcissist by saying this is a great podcast, but I, I truly believe that it, in order to be a good podcaster and have an entertaining show, that you have to be somewhat of a, of a self-centered narcissist. So I am going to be doing that a little bit today, and I'm really excited for this conversation. Before we jump into that conversation, I want to just tell you about, about DollarInTheJar.com, the place where you can get this podcast and uh, other interviews I've done, uh, articles that I'm, I'm writing, blog thoughts, and all that stuff that I'm just going to throw out to you. Uh, you can get it ad-free, and you can get it early. Uh, DollarInTheJar.com uh, is... If you are a non-paying member, you just get it like normal, but you'll be able to un- you'll be able to know for a fact that you are getting my content directly from me to you. No big tech social, uh, uh, um, uh, no big tech censorship, no big tech getting in the way of what I do. So uh, dollarinthedry.com, there's a free membership and there's a $3 a month membership. Uh, the $3 a month membership is where you will get the ad-free content, where you'll get early access to, to the content that I post, where you might get some behind-the-scenes stuff. You might get some extra bonus stuff. I don't know yet. I don't know everything that I am planning on, on releasing over the next couple of months and uh, years over at dollarinthejar.com. So uh, head over there, dollarinthejar.com, 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 and also multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon. Uh, I know you do shopping on Amazon. I know. It's okay. You can also go to multimediamouth.com forward slash Amazon, click on the Amazon banner, and start your shopping there. Uh, doing so will get you a small percentage, or will get me a small percentage of what you spend. So you buy a TV, I get a small percentage. You buy an ice cube, I get a small percentage. Anything you spend, I get a small percentage of it. it does not cost you a dollar more. So let's jump into this week's episode with my guest, Jeff Revilla. All right, it's Ruben J Show, and uh, excited to chat with this fella right here. I'm going to call you a fella. We're going to pretend that we are in uh, Ireland, I guess. Uh, <laughs> if, you're, if you're not watching the video version of this, uh, Jeff and I were comparing hairstyles a minute ago, and my hair on the left side currently looks like a bird's nest. Well, well Jeff looks like a, a perfect just masterpiece over there. 
Well, I mean, we, I think we have hair envy. You know, you always you always want what you can't have. I wish true. my hair was soft and fluffy, but it's I mean, it, it's almost like the Jetsons cartoon that comes <laughs> down and like forms my hair in the morning, and then it stays. I wake up like this. This this isn't like this oh. isn't an accident. I'm I'm kind of stuck like this. Well, that's the funny thing is is I wake up looking like this. I put product in my hair, and then at five thirty in the afternoon, when it's time for me to go, when I go home from work, but get off, you know, from work. My hair is like this. I don't. I don't know what's going on. It's Jeff Revilla, Revella, Revilla, Revilla. Hey, Revilla, Revilla, Revilla. I. You know what's funny? So just real quick, just to tell people at home, uh, I spent the last five minutes trying to figure out how to pronounce his name. He told me how to pronounce it, and I completely screwed it up. But uh, <laughs> Jeff is is he's the host of quite a few things. He's a jack of many trades. Uh, he currently is the host of a podcast called Stuff I Never Knew Trivia Game Show, which I've been on twice. I've won and, once. And your episode literally is dropping right now on uh it's on the Armstrong Neighborhood channel and the YouTube channel. Oh great. You are live right now as we record this. Wow, this is wonderful. People who are listening to this in a month are gonna be like, How do I watch it? <laughs> Go to the YouTube channel. There was an Anderson Neighborhood YouTube channel. Armstrong. Armstrong. Right. And yep, there we go. I can't read. I can't pronounce things. I can't read. Uh he's also uh I, so your your bio that you sent me, I'm. It's just links. I'm just spamming your. Uh, <laughs> well, Jeff, I don't need penis enlargement. Well, well, I, I get twenty five percent. You get twenty five percent, and I get twenty five percent. There we go. <laughs> That's how that link works. <laughs> uh, but you're also in the process of launching a creator community and podcast called Rise and Outshines. We're gonna talk about all that stuff. Uh, Jeff, welcome to the Ruben J Show. Um, I'm extremely excited to chat with you because I think what you're doing with your trivia game show is revolutionary in the podcast space. I have seen I mean, there's, there's things like Jeopardy. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, but th- that's that's television, and it works well on. Te- and I know this podcast now goes out on a television network, uh, but this. Really, I've seen people try to do trivia-style games on podcasts. It just doesn't work out well. Yours is, is not only is it fun, uh, but I actually learn stuff in the process. So I, I, really, I really appreciate that. Like it, I, I think I'm kind of a – like you've already heard me joking around. I'm, I'm kind of a nonsense well, – I'm the wacky guy, right? And uh, like I like to have a lot of fun, but to put together you know, a 30-minute show – it took me a hundred episodes to probably get it decent. And oh, then yeah. maybe in the last 25, now that there's a producer and we're doing it for television, now the format is pretty solid. Like we, we goof around, we play silly games and have fun. But you know, you know, like you said, there are, there are facts in there, like somewhere in there. And you do learn things that you would never expect. Even in, in the final round, you're getting like three very random clues to help you figure out what something is. So you're learning like 30 facts without even thinking about it in the final round. Yeah, and, and that's that, my question really is, is, is designed to figure out what your, your thought process was when you began the process of developing the show and like where did the idea come from to do a podcast game show? Because I, I'm a man who I've tried multiple different formats of podcasting. I've tried the podcasting where you talk for an hour straight about random news facts. And I've had, I've ha- obviously I have a interview podcast now and I've never in my wildest mind. Did it, did it come to me to try to do a game show? So tell me more about 
how this idea came to you and, and why you chose that format. Yeah, it actually wasn't a game show at all. Oh, well, look at me. I'm full screen. It wasn't a game show at all. It was actually almost a, a carbon copy uh, of Good Job Brain. And Good Job Brain is one of the best podcasts out there. Uh, four people sitting around a table telling random facts about some sort of theme. So if you look at the earlier episodes of Stuff I Never Knew, it's like Stuff I Never Knew about food or Stuff I Never Knew about 80s music or 80s movies. It was supposed to be stuff I never knew about something. And I was supposed to have three friends sit around a table with me and tell stories about some sort of, you know, subject matter. But I realized, you know, I, I don't know how old I was then, uh, you know, 39 years old. I don't have friends anymore. I got a family now. <laughs> I got kids. Like, no one's hanging out with me anymore. I, no one's coming to my house on, and on a Tuesday night. So um, at the same time that I was trying to put this all together, there's a, a, a platform called Blab that came out, Blab.im, which lasted maybe two years max, 18 months, two years. And it was the first like four in the box social video where you could go live and the whole network would get notified, hey, there's a brand new show on Blab. And within, within a minute, you'd have 30 to 50 people just watching your show. And I used to do it with eight people. That's how you imagine getting eight people per Jeez. episode for a podcast, how hard that is now. I have a hard um, time but, getting one person. Yeah, Blab would deliver that. Like, Blab would give you – I used to, the first shows, the like uh, the second through uh, maybe like the tenth show have eight contestants. I was writing eight, you know, 60 questions per episode. I had eight people, and it was a lot of fun. And then when Blab folded, it really, like, put a wrinkle in the podcast. I tried, like, a peer in and – uh, Google Hangouts, YouTube Live. We, we tried all these other things, and it, uh, it became a struggle for a while. And that's, you know, you look at, I say I have five seasons uh, so far, but it really, I only done 125 episodes in, five, in seven years. So it's usually, I usually do about 20 episodes, and I get sick of it. <laughs> and then I shut it down, and like, maybe I should do it again. That becomes a new season. So like, it's a, the seasons are broken into like how much I like it at that time. Uh, and right now, I like it a lot. We, we've probably did 25 episodes in this last season so far. Well, that's, that's amazing. And so... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you're thinking about becoming a nurse, it's important for you to know not all nursing degrees are the same. Xavier University gives you the power of three. Choose from three start dates and three in-person learning sites to prepare as a holistic nurse, helping people improve health, wellness, and well-being. The 16-month accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing from Xavier, an exceptional degree that prepares exceptional nurses. Search Xavier ABSN. I've been doing this podcast gig for, for quite a while. Uh, I've been doing podcasting since before podcasting was a podcast. Uh, I, I started doing audio show type stuff in 2008. 
So I've seen the evolution of, you know, shows that sound like this, you know, because no one knew how to use a microphone. And, uh, you know, and I, I've seen the, the people are going to be so annoyed with that, that what I just did. It's going to drive people crazy. Uh, I've, I've also I've seen the evolution from strictly audio to integrating video to, you know, people doing it live now and how this this medium has just grown uh, so much. I, I'm curious what your story, at least your your experience is. Uh, with this, because this is a very your your podcast stuff. I never knew trivia show uh, is a very video heavy show. Uh, I think that you're going to have the most fun if you are watching the show, not just listening to. It. If you're listening to it, just because it's it's a fun environment, but to actually get the full concept of the show, I think you have to watch it. So, how vital is video to you, and how vital do you think video is uh, for podcasting moving forward? Well, for me, live. Live is the thing that I'm searching for. I love the idea that a podcast can be live in front of people and people can consume it in real time. Like, you know, you're live streaming here. Uh, you know, that's, that's, I, I've, I think there's four dimensions to podcasting. And, you know, the first is audio, right? You start with audio. That's the easiest part. Everybody can record audio. You can do it on your phone, right? Hey, look at me. I got Google Recorder. Blah. And uh, you can do that. I know you're an iPhone guy, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, I mean, so you do- I, I, I prefer superior products. <laughs> I mean, you have a superior looking microphone, uh, but I, I prefer the superior iPhone. So the, um, so that then, you know, you go from, you know, you can do audio, right. And then you can do video and that's kind of like the two dimensions that people, most people think where podcasting goes. Uh, but what you can do, what you're doing here, live streaming. Now you can take this podcast, uh, you know, outside of the basement, right. Outside of the basement to the yeah. world. But I think there's there's a fourth dimension here that that I'm trying to push into, and I'm trying to do for podcasting what comedy clubs did for comedy in the '80s. Like, I want to have like on stage meet and greets and live podcasts. So, what the the concept that I call an infinite seat theater is: can I do this in a physical location, entertain a crowd, like not just talk about you know the recipe or the what I put in my Chipotle bowl, but I want to give a a quality, you know, you know, half hour, hour entertainment and, you know, sell tickets locally, have people in a studio audience and live stream that to the world. So that, that's kind of like, that's like the four dimensions of podcasting, audio, video, live stream, real time with a real audience. That's, that's where I'm trying to push this into. And I, I think there's, I think that's the future. At least that's the future for me and what I'm going to do, which I'm going to do it anyway. Uh, whether I lose a shirt and my shirt in the house, you know, try to finance it. But I, I think that, you know, obviously as we get out of the, into the new, the new, new normal, because we had the new normal with the pandemic and now we have the, it's coming back to the new, new normal. Um, I think, I think there's a market for, you know, this DIY entertainment, like the same way we had like punk rock clubs in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Um, you had comedy clubs pop up, kind of supporting these underground movements. And I, that's kind of like the space that I want to fall into. Yeah, and I, I think that that's an interesting concept. I I have done live events in the past. I know you have as well. And uh, if I never have to produce a live event ever again in my life, I would be happy. If I was invited uh, to a live event and just had to show up as a talent or as, as a guest, I would love to do that. I think that would be fun. Uh, I, I think there's definitely going to be 
it comes down to audience. I think what it comes down to is, do you have an audience that would be willing to listen to you and three people or four people or however many people you're going to have on stage? Are they going to be willing to, to come out and pay five, 10, 15, 20, however many dollars you're going to charge for that entrance? Uh, have you, how, are you actually actively planning on, on doing this or is it just in like conceptual mode right now? This is like 90% conceptual and I'm like, I'm getting towards pulling the trigger and getting a physical space. Like I'm, I'm close, maybe six months. Um, you know, I'm, I'm talking small hundred seat theaters. I'm not talking like, you know, something, you know, somewhere I can put 10 rows of 10 chairs and I would be, I'd be with a stage, some lighting. Um, I would be the happiest guy on earth. Like that would be my dream. And if I, if I put, if I get 20 seats sold on a night, I would be so excited. Like just, in the, you know, I, I think there's enough to pay the bills, but it, that concept is there and and i'm not naive either live podcasting is a hard thing to do like it's hard to get the good audio it's hard to get that audio out you know live streaming it but it it's also hard to have good content live streaming you, you listen to a lot of local podcasts people who are you know podcasting down the street like hey, i got i got a podcast we talk about movies and and how when we were kids we watched movies and we would eat like donkey kong cereal like that's not really interesting to anybody outside of you and your brother, you know, talking about like you know, we used to wrestle on the mattresses and then the, you know, we do all this dumb stuff. It, that's that's a hard story to tell unless you're, you know, you're you're like uh, like a Mark Garofalo or you know somebody who's like a, a Marvel comic telling stories about his childhood. And then maybe the audience is going to be interested in. But if you're just average Joe on the street telling stories about your childhood. That's a hard show to sell. So, you know, you kind of got to, you know, like trivia is easy to do live because, you know, I have a rhythm. I can I can control the show. I can tease the the contestants a little bit and get them laughing and goofing around. But like a, a storytelling podcast, uh, well, maybe like a crime scene, like if you would watch it, because I think in some cases a good show, you, you want to see how it's made too, like the, you know, how the sausage is made. So I think you could watch like a like somebody just reading a script. Like if you love like a true crime mystery and you want to see the host just reading their story, I, I think there's interest there. I think people would be interested in that. Um, but it's hard. I mean, it's live podcasting and keeping an audience entertained. It's hard. Like even like you know Doug loves movies. Ask me another. Like a lot of the great uh, sh you know shows that you would go see live have some sort of gaming element to it. Like this. Mm -hmm. That's, that's part of what sells the tickets. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, you know, if there ever is an opportunity that uh, you would fly me out to, to, to be a part of this, I would, I would do it in a heartbeat, especially again, if it was a, you know, you flying me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you pay for money and uh, put me in a hotel, like five-star hotel. No, no, I'd do it. I'd no, do it. Just, I'd do it. Give, give me a van to, to sleep in the back of for the night and I'm good. You know, yeah. uh, maybe maybe a, a meal per diem, and you know we're good to go. We're solid. Um, now, this new podcast that you're launching and the new community, the, the Rise and Outshine, is it's for it's it's basically my understanding of it. And you can tell me uh, what you can, you know, what what people can expect. Obviously, is but it's it's a it's a, like it feels like a content creator podcast networking you know, uh, type of a show. And, and I'm going to be a guest on, on your podcast, 
uh, Rise and Outshine at some point in the near future. I think we're scheduled to have it uh, record soon. Uh, but you're, you're bringing on friends and, and people in the industry to talk about different marketing topics. Uh, tell me a little bit more about why you decided to go down this route with this new podcast. Uh, and don't you think you have enough jobs as it is? Uh, no, I do have too many jobs. I, I don't know why I come home. I go to work all day. I come home and then I work all night. Like it's um, this is a, a, a passion project of mine. I've been kicking this around for a while. I, I am a I've been a marketer at a, a marketing director for twelve years. As of yesterday, uh, it was my twelve year anniversary at the same job as a marketing director, which is rare. Most marketing directors get like a two three year lifespan and then they're fired. Right? You get canned you, and you move on to, to the next company. Um, so I, I've been doing that for, for 12 years and, um, yeah, I, I started to get some recognition in that space and, and automotive marketing. Uh, I've been starting to make appearances, other podcasts, uh, on stages, presenting and talking. So I'm like, oh, I'm like, uh, you know, people are starting to like, look at some of the things we've done. Like we're one of the, the few dealerships in the country that are monetized on our YouTube channel. We're actually, we get, we get checked back, uh, from YouTube every month, wow. uh, from the videos that we're producing. So we're, you know, we're, we're starting to, we're like ahead of the game on content creation. And so like things that we're doing, people are taking notice of. And that that's my big passion is this whole digital marketing stuff. It's what I've been doing for maybe 20 years now. Um, I had a skate shop before that e-commerce. We did, we did e-commerce all over the world with skateboards and manufacturing uh, videos. Like we were doing videos on, on YouTube in 07, I think. And uh, the marketing aspect of this is like, a huge part of what I love to do. I love just talking to people, you know, talking strategy. And what we're doing is we're bringing on uh, fellow marketers, people I know, um, you know, people get recommended to me on, and they do this, they create podcasts or content creators or making YouTube videos. And we're going to start to look at maybe three to four news stories that are popping that week. Like, you know, Mr. Beast turns down a, a billion dollars. Uh, uh, we have, you know, one of the uh, iHeart media was buying, their podcast downloads through an app. Like you could click a game and it would go right to and start a download of a video. So they're spending $10 million, you know, doing this. So we talk about what does that mean? Not just for them, like now that, you know, people have found out about it, but podcasters constantly get approached to, Hey, I can promote you got all these podcast promoters. I'll promote your podcast. I'll get you thousands of downloads. And as soon as you know, you pay it. And then you, as soon as the bills sent, uh, the podcast downloads go right to zero because they were just using bots. So we kind of we take that current news about hey, this major company's doing that. If you were to do that, these are some of the the repercussions that would happen if you were to if you were to buy your own podcast downloads. So we try to take current events and apply it to people who are you know in the same space that we are. They're coming up the the new people, the DIYers, and literally right now it's it's rising out shine. If you went to the site. You'd be like the fourth person to sign up, but I'm literally in launch mode right now. Uh, my first goal was to get the first three episodes of the podcast going, and then really start to build up the community. But uh, there will be a weekly podcast where we're, we'll take these news stories. There'll be the website where we have bulletin board, social element. We have a uh, you'll be able to get the podcast downloads, and, and know you'll you'll get directed on where to download it. And then once we tie all that together, if I'm not doing enough. Uh, monthly, there'll be monthly mixers where I'll bring in uh, a keynote speaker. Uh, anybody who attends, there'll be a time where we'll break off into groups and you get to meet like five to 10 other podcasters and hopefully book each other on your shows. And then we'll come back and we'll do like a little showcase 
uh, you know, maybe two or three shows that are rising up, you know, uh, popping, you know, new, new shows, and we'll run their show live at the event. So you'll, you'll get a keynote with some good advice. You'll get to meet some other podcasters, and then you'll get to see here's two other podcasters doing it live, and here's how they do their show. So wow. I think it's going to build this whole thing around content creation and show you how we do it and how to do how to get better at doing it. I love that concept. And here's this is might be where the podcast gets boring for the general public because this is where podcast nerds kind of start to nerd out. Um I I feel like this is a better version of what podcast movement's trying to do. Um I think podcast movement had its time and its place. Um and I I know the guy who one of the guys who's involved with it and you know, I like the networking element of I've never been to a podcast movement event because mainly they've never outside maybe once haven't been to L.A. And I don't feel like flying and paying hundreds of dollars to yeah. attend an event. Uh, but I, I feel like this is a much better project for, for up and coming podcasters because I feel like there's going to be a lot of tangible um, assets that people are going to be able to take away and apply to their creative flow as opposed to just networking just solid networking so are you trying to compete with podcast now uh, podcast movement uh, not directly i mean i mean there's other shows like you know there's been talk shows before like talk show concept isn't that new and uh you know meet and greets aren't particularly new i, I think maybe the way that i'm assembling this and packaging it um, it's not only, you know, the podcast is weekly, so you get, you get a dose weekly. If you'd like to just get the audio or the video version, I'll record it both audio and video. So you can, you can get that weekly, um, monthly, uh, once a month, there'll be a bigger version of that where we'll all get together and, you know, network and, and pass the cards around and, and, you know, see how we can complement each other's shows. But then daily, you know, this group will have message boards and forums uh, you'll have like you can do posts, you know, say like, hey, I got my first 5000 downloads happened today and the, and the and the community can cheer you on. So I think, you know, that it's broken down into these three very specific segments. And there's probably going to be, um, you know, podcast movement or PodFest or PodCamp. I don't even know if they still do PodCamp. Uh, that'll date me a little bit. Um, you, you know, there'll probably be an annual conference. That's that's the big goal is because originally, originally it's going to be Rising Outshine 2020. Uh, that's how old this idea was. I was going to do this in 2020, but I got involved with the Indie Pod United, and we've we've produced three events with them now. And uh, but this is going to be, you know, I have it broken down very strategically into these, definitely these three buckets. But the fourth bucket's probably going to be an annual meeting, if not maybe twice. Annual. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. So these monthly kind of meetups or whatever would be virtual, like Zoom sessions. All virtual, yeah. I would use. I use, I love. I'm a big hopping guy. Um, totally, the community would get the tickets for free. Um, outside the community, I'd probably be a small, like a five dollar, you know, just to help pay for some of the bills. 
Uh, but the community, it's free for the community, and um, they can come in. They can get. It's probably going to be like a three-hour event. I'm going to try to do it on an evening. Um, that's another thing too. Like a lot of the podcast mixers seem to be like daytime, like two thirty. And uh, uh, somebody po- like I can't go. I, I got to work. You know, I got I got my I got kids a are day just gonna, job. Uh, yeah, I got a job. Uh, how do you think I pay for podcasting? I got to work. Um, you know, my kids are getting off the bus at two thirty. I can't do that. So. Um, I am going to be big focus on the evening. I can, I can put together a nice three-hour event, you know, an, an hour, you know, half-hour hour of a keynote, then an hour of the meet and greet, and then two, you know, an hour of uh, of running, you know, seeing two people run a show, kind of like like you know, like the old Star Search, like you know, up and comers. Here we go. Uh, it's your time to shine. You got a, you know an audience of maybe a hundred people. Uh, you know, take it away. That's an amazing concept. I I. I'm gonna. I'm actually in the process of signing up right now. Is, is there a fee to, to being a uh, part of the community? Not now. I'm gonna keep it open. I want to, you know, build it up. You know, work out the kinks. Um, you know, I am hoping to, you know, kind of like Patreon. You know, like you, you know, the five dollar a month. You know, that's the kind of level I'm talking about. Like five dollar, ten dollar, and what it'll do is uh, the 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 price will be based on the value that you're getting, or or t- if you wanted to book time with me specifically, we could we could talk about you know different you know fees at that level but right now probably until i get like 100 150 active users i'm going to keep it completely open for free that'll keep if you're a member there you'll get the mixers for free so like you know you know it's good to sign up early uh and then you know in that beta program while we work out the kinks uh but like i said it's i literally just took the plastic off of it and there's maybe two or three members right now uh, I'm not really doing a full launch until we start releasing the podcast, and then, then you'll hear all the you'll hear all the promotion. Yeah, I love it, man. I'm excited for for that that particular you know project that you're working on. That sounds very sounds very fulfilling. It sounds on a you know random personal note, it sounds like what I'm going through on the spiritual side of things. If, if wanting to be able to have be be spiritually collaborative in in my church and stuff, and this it scratches the itch on the creative side. So I'm signing up. And all of my listeners who might have a podcast should well, nice. a book me on their podcast, but also b uh, go and sign I up. I followed that advice. I got you coming on in ten days. I think exactly. Yeah, and then just a couple of days from when we're recording this, I'm recording your show. And that's that's the one thing that I find uh, very interesting about about podcasting is you know we have all these different communities that bring different things. Some communities are let's help build help you build an audience and just market and and bring bring your spam posts. And we have others that uh they want to be tools for you to use but don't don't you dare mention the name of your show or the link or the artwork or anything because we'll we'll strike you down and then there's others where they're well-intentioned but nobody really knows no one has really good information um and and the part of that that i find hilarious is that you see consistently podcasters going on other people's podcasts to talk about their podcasts and yeah. which is what we're doing right now um yeah. do you do you think that that's a, a a good strategy long term for for podcasters or at what point do you think that i should stop asking my friends to come on my on my show i th- i absolutely think the best way to promote your podcast or expand your audience is to share podcasts uh, not just with your friends, but people who do what you do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go find other, you know, there's, there's a thousand podcasts of people talking about podcasts. Well, guess who I'm going to start booking for the next six months, right? I want to get on every show about podcasting, talk about my, you know, event production company, what am I doing? What value can I add to their audience? I talk about those four dimensions. Like 
that's something a lot of podcasters never thought about. That's an easy way for me to get in. If they can want to feature me on their show, oh, well, now I just got in front of their audience. Maybe it's 100 people. Maybe it's 300 people uh, per week. That's fine. That's 300 people that didn't know about me you know, you know, a week ago, right? Yeah. So, like, I, I think that that is a very viable. Um, you mentioned the things I don't like. You mentioned a lot of these communities end up being, like, spam posts. And, mm-hmm. and so I, I, my goal was to keep the level high. Like, I want I wanna, I wanna it to be the values there that there's no need to spam. Like, I want to keep the level of information that you're getting. I want to keep, I will be in that community every day. So I'll be monitoring the posts anyway. We'll probably have some admins as we grow a little bit. But the value of what you get, like if I can just, you know, direct, uh, you know, reach out to you, Ruben, and hey, I got this little thing going on. I'm not sure, is this the right way? I saw you did it this way. Like, why did you do it that way? And the value there between those connections and the knowledge that you're sharing you, there's no need to like, hey, come watch my show. There's there's no need for that because the you'll talk about each other's shows because you'll be so excited to see somebody grow who who started in that same community. That's that's kind of what rising outshine is. That rising, the rising tide lifts all ships. That's what we want to do. I have a the theme song that we did, uh, which is like it, it's my joke is rise in the rankings and outshine the competition. We wrote this like '80s jingle. And uh, I, I could play it for you. I don't know if you want to hear it. Oh, or not. please do. Yeah, please do. <laughs> you like '80s jingles? Let's I, see. I love jingles in general. Let's see. Um, I don't. Know. We'll see if it comes through. I mean, if you hear this, it's. I do not hear anything. Well, you, you know, if you want to uh, to send me an email with it, I can pipe it in. Or, oh, you, you didn't hear that? I did not hear that, no. Uh, or no. I can, I can. we can just cut that part of it out. <laughs> What's up oh. to you? Uh, just oh, wait, are, we, are we live or are we... Uh, no, no, we're pre-recorded. We're just pre-recorded. Okay, hold on one second. Watch this. I got a stream deck. I'm going to add this. Do, 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 do. Sorry, here. Um... audio we're gonna select this almost there no worries i can run through i can run through my stream deck here all right put it as sound effects all right let's see are you ready here we go let's do it all right the debut nobody has heard this yet and so i'm so excited about so you know i you know i talk about my nonsense and i just like having fun and goofing around and really you know delivering that value but we, I want to have a good time. Like, I want you to, like, laugh and learn and have fun. So uh, I thought, what would be better than to have, like, this, like, 80s, like, Perfect Strangers type uh, TV sitcom theme produced for the show? And here we go, the debut of the Rise and Outshine theme song. We're asking the experts, we're all on a mission to rise in the rankings and outshine the competition. Welcome to Rise and Outshine. I love that. That's great. <laughs> it's so fun. Like, uh, like it's it's silly. It, it's so over the top. And then you hear me go, "Hey, everybody, welcome." It's Jeff. You know, like uh, you'll hear the voice come in. That is and, so eighties. Uh, I, <laughs> I just love it. We got like uh, I think it was like twenty bucks on Fiverr. It was a great thing. <laughs> Fiverr is a wonderful tool. I it, love it. It really is. If you're if you're a creator of any kind and you just need something 
created for you, uh, check out Fiverr. It's a great uh, use promo code the Ruben J for twenty percent. I'm just totally kidding, uh, <laughs> Jeff. I really appreciate you taking time to, to chat with me. Um, you know, as we we we're wrapping up here uh, slowly but surely. I, I don't know how you are on time, uh, but for people who are listening right now, who are maybe some business owners, who are maybe looking for um, maybe a couple a, a, a tip or two to help better manage their brand. Do you have any quick advice that you can maybe give to somebody uh, other than book you for a consultation? Yeah, um, you know, managing your brand. Sometimes you want you want to release your brand and let the community decide kind of what your brand is. It's not so much. I don't know if you want to control it as much anymore, but you want to you want to build it in a way that that like your community identifies with and like embraces. So like like Rise and Outshine to me, it you know the nonsense. I got the got the sitcom uh, show, but like that Rise and Outshine that, that really relates to like Rise, uh, the rising tide lifts all ships. Like I can rise above the <laughs> rise in the rankings and outshine the competition, right? That's that's something that uh, that's that's probably two pain points that every podcaster has, right? How do I get seen? How do I how do I grow? Right? Rise and outshine. Like I want to rise. So that like the whatever the brand is that I think I have, it takes on its own thing whenever like you see it or or somebody else sees it, they're gonna apply like their perception, their reality to what does rise and outshine mean for them. And that that's that's kind of the way I'd I think most people should think about the brand is how do you you know invoke that emotion into somebody so they want to not only like be a part of your tribe or be a part of your community, but they they want to take that action with you. So that that's that's the way I'm thinking of brand right now, and you know that, that's probably I would pass it off to the you know pass that emotion to your listeners to your audience. That's great, and it gives gives them a little bit of uh, of ownership in the brand as well. I, I feel like the the brands or even artists that I'm most connected with are the ones that I feel like I have a little bit of ownership and connection with. Yeah. As opposed to just, you know, some national chain that happened to be around forever and ever. Yeah, like like you you join the community and somebody asks you a question, you help them, and then you see them like like six months from now, and they say, "Hey, I'm so glad we had that conversation. I did this. I actually my my podcast has gone from 100 to 600 downloads per episode, like all because of what you helped me. Like that's payment and that's a reward in itself, and mm-hmm. uh, I, that's kind of what what I want to embrace with this community. Yeah, I love it. Risingoutshine.com. Uh, if you are a podcaster or a creator of any sort, uh, check it out. And then uh, Stuff I Never Knew podcast uh, and TV show now, which is incredible. Uh, real quick, how did that come to be? How did you go from being uh, a podcaster who live streamed their, their trivia show to now being on uh, you know, a local cable network? Yeah, so the, uh, Armstrong, the cable company, produces these great, um, like you see, the Armstrong Neighborhood Channel right behind me here. And they are they're the 11th largest cable company in the country. And they produce these great segments. It's, Arm, it's Channel 100, uh, the Armstrong Neighborhood Channel. And they're so hyper-locally focused. They, even in the western Pennsylvania, there, there's, I think, six different regions, six or seven different regions, where they have a full-time video uh, producer who creates like they go to the high school musicals the football games they they go around town and interview small business owners and 
And so the concept, I've been trying to do this live, you know, live shows. I've done some live shows at coffee shops and uh, the fair and the festival and stuff like that. So the, the concept was, hey, there's this local guy that does trivia. Why don't we, you know, bring him on and maybe get the mayor or get some local business owners? And um, as we came out of COVID, you know, it, this started like last summer. We were talking about it. We weren't quite ready to to go to physical location. So we we just started live streaming. We'd bring on somebody local. Uh, we saw players from around the world. We've had authors and Jeopardy champions and uh, all kinds of just different people kind of becoming the crossroads. And as we've grown, I've become kind of like the, the Western PA tie. So I'm like the local tie. And then we can bring in people from anywhere. And so we're having this locally produced TV show that's getting some sort of you know recognition now. Uh, you know, it gets distributed as a, a podcast, but it's also available on YouTube. It's available uh, in six states. 300,000 homes uh, have access to the Armstrong Neighborhood Channel 100. So it's, uh, you know, just it's ever evolving. We want to get into that. Um, there, there's uh, opportunity for them to, I think, bring in or build a studio. So um, if they can get a small piece of that studio and we can, you know, wheel out my, I have a little podium that I bring in with this little, this logo on it. Um, and, uh, you know, we could have a little trivia show completely local. Uh, that's kind of the big goal that we'd like to get to uh, in the future. That's awesome. Stuff I never knew.com. Uh, to go check out that particular podcast. Go check it out. I'm on it twice. Uh, so go, go on. And right now. And right now, as I actually, I think it's probably over by now, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, go check it out. It's, seriously, it's a fun show. You'll learn some stuff. Uh, Jeff, where can people find you on the, uh, on the social medias? Yeah, I like LinkedIn. Um, you know, find Jeff Ravilla on LinkedIn, jeffravilla.com. Um, I'm Ravilla on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash Ravilla. Uh, so Jeff, R-E-V-I-L-L-A.com, JeffRavilla.com. That's JeffRavilla.com, JeffRavilla.com. <laughs> That's such an old school marketing technique. I love it. <laughs> Just say it. I have 30 seconds of airtime. I'm going to use every second. There you yeah. go. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Jeff. We'll be back with more in just one second. Now, my my friend Jeff Ravilla, he was the he is the host of the Stuff I Never Knew podcast, uh, trivia show, as well as the Rise and Outshine podcast. That was a great chat, Jeff. I thank you so much for uh, spending the time to chat with me on that one. Now, I, I want to take a second here, uh, and again, just thank you all for uh, the acceptance of the rebrand and making this the most successful run of shows I've done in a while. So, I got some great stuff planned for the next couple of weeks. Next week, next week, my guest is none other than C.J. Perry, the former Lana over at the WWE. She's an actress. She's an influencer. She's a model. She's going to be a director. She's a former wrestling superstar. She's a crypto coin, uh, crypto coin entrepreneur. Uh, she's overall just a wonderful, wonderful uh, human being of a person. And I'm excited to chat with her next week. So stick around for that. All of that and more. Make sure to follow me on social at the Ruben J on all the all the big socials, um, including the ones that people don't like to talk about. Uh, but also at the Ruben J Show, where you'll find this show and so much more. Also, also make sure to subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and head over to youtube.com forward slash multimedia mouth to help the podcast. So all that, thank you so much. I will talk to you guys next week with C.J. Perry.